What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. <laughs> Why are you so calm sounding? I know. That was the it's most like freaky, mellow- right? I am, yeah. I am, I am trying not to. To just start fucking screaming into the hey, into that's the... my job. No, well, no, but when you usually start up, when you sound calm, I think it's a little more disconcerting to me than when, when you're hyped up. <laughs> Am I wrong? That means something. That means he's about to do something. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to inform the people in our audience that this episode will not be over quickly and it will not be pleasant. <coughs> you will not enjoy it for I am not your king. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. 
Oh, so this is going to be one of those episodes. Rock on. So, I am I'm looking for a specific picture, but I guess it doesn't really matter. I want to sit here and bring to your attention the fact that today your your House of Representatives voted in the overwhelming majority, both Republicans and Democrats, to send another $40 billion of weapons, aid, and support to Ukraine. Only 57 Republicans voted against it. Everyone else voted for it. So while the government sends $40, million, $40 billion, with a B, B, to Ukraine, we have headlines such as this. Today marks the first two cases of babies starving to death because they could not find formula in their area. It's funny you mentioned that because I made a TikTok about that earlier too. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Right? The U.S. faces baby formula crisis as shortage worsens. Target baby formula shelves are bare, but we can send $40 billion to a far off war. Well, and here's another thing, not to cut you off, that even before there was a shortage, it went up triple the price, I think it was. <laughs> my my wife and I, our baby just turned one, and we're allowed to give him milk. And we were like, thank God. Because even though a gallon of milk is, you know, just for the first time in a long time, less than a gallon of gas, you know, right. it's still much cheaper than baby, baby formula. So the BBC has pointed out that pharmacies have started restricting sales and rationing. Nationwide formula shortage is making parents despair. I just want to be able to know that I can feed my baby. It's a nightmare from U.S. news. Baby formula shortages leave U.S. parents desperate. From Bloomberg.com, retailers including CVS are rationing baby formula as shortage hit 50%. That 50% means that in the nation nationwide, you have a 50-50 chance of even being able to find baby formula. And if your baby has any type of uh, medical condition, like, uh, you, you know, the baby can't, you know, uh, the, the baby can't digest cow's milk because the baby's, uh, you know, lactose intolerant. Lactose, that's it. Lactose intolerant. Right. The specialty, the sensitive stomach, the ones that have the increased iron, the you know, all of the different you know types of baby formula, right? You have a 50-50 chance of finding the generic stuff. And wait, it gets more twisted. Last week, the FDA made an announcement that says, Don't you dare try to make your own baby formula because it could be dangerous. I'm sorry. What? Oh yes, the FDA and its wise wise wisdom has mm -hmm. said has said that 
baby formula is an exact science. And to get the proper vitamins and minerals into your baby, you cannot make your own. I'm sorry. I would rather my baby suffer a mineral or vitamin deficiency than fucking starve to death. And as we've learned in the past two years, how much the FDA really does care about science. People have been making baby formula for years before there was an actual one. But I believe that it's even more twisted than that. I have I have two theories. You want to hear them? Okay. The first one is, is that back in 2000, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and Mark Zuckerberg gave a lot of money to a company to develop the first artificial breast milk. And it would be ready in two to three years. Guess where we're at? Two to three years. What do you want to bet that all of a sudden they come out with this artificial breast milk in the next couple of months? Once once it's painful and more children are dying. That's my first theory. And both can be true, but I, I'm just saying that's my first one. The other one is, is that it will force vaccinated mothers to breastfeed their children. Mm-hmm. And you will be able to vaccinate your children via your breast milk. And this is a good thing. It'll be touted. Natural breast milk, if you're vaccinated, passes on the vaccine to your baby. That's my other theory. That's... I hate the fact that that makes a lot of fucking sense, though. All right. Right, right, because right. because of what they are. I mean, they were already talking about trying to find some way to vaccinate the fucking lettuce. So why not breast milk? Yeah, they, you know, if you sit here and you you talk about uh, watch the water of the movie, right? That they put it in the water supply. You know, the more that society goes, the more plausible that fucking movie is. You know, they talk about you know snake venom. Okay, the chemical components, I get that. And making hybrids of Satan. After watching the protesters at the Roe v. Wade debacles in front of the judges' houses, I think they might actually be making demons. Well, you know, I, I think I think when it comes to, you know, the vaccination uh, theory, which I, I believe to be very, very uh, true, because when they talk about overpopulation, who do they want to get rid of? They don't want to get rid of the babies and the young and the people being born into this, who it's easy to indoctrinate. They want to get people. They want to get rid of the older generation who are free thinkers and <laughs> aren't willing to put up with this shit as much as you know anybody born into it. Yeah, they need to get rid of Gen X because we cause too much fucking trouble. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. So. The name of this episode is Famine and Pestilence Have Arrived. They're here. So, let's go through some of the articles that have just come up in the past couple of days. Ready to be utterly depressed? I'm going to go in order. Ready? Now, remember, both of them are horsemen of the apocalypse. So, they're they're two separate. So, let's talk. Other than COVID-19, I mean COVID-22, whatever it is now, right? Let's talk infinity? about this one, right? The first case of monkeypox has been confirmed 
in England. Well, by George, it's about time those fucking Brits got something. How right, about so this? Monkeypox. Monkeypox. We have... Let's have all the fun. Yeah, right. All right. Now, we're at a food shortage. This is part of the famine. But how do you make it worse? Here's a good one. Let's let's pick a pestilence that travels far and wide and we can get rid of the main source of, of CO2 for Mother Nature. Foot and mouth disease detected in Indonesia. The Australian livestock sector is on alert. Australia live sector on alert after foot and mouth disease has been detected in Indonesia. There's been confirmation of more than 1,200 cases of contagious disease. That's one. How about this one? Famine again. Ready? Nearly 25 million tons of grain. Now remember, we have people starving. We have people starving all over the world. We have people all over the world that are starving, and it's going to get worse. By the end of 22, I expect a quarter, you know, I was saying, you know, a couple hundred million people. I'm looking at a quarter of the world's population starving to death. 25 million tons of grains are stuck in Ukraine. Held Hold on there. a minute. Just to add a little levity for a second here. Hold on a split second. You're talking about people starving. Bjorn, were you just stuffing your face full of chips or something a second ago? I have gum in my mouth, but I do uh, I'm not, oh, well, maybe it's this new mic that you guys could hear everything, but I did. I'm not going to lie. Just scarf down two and a half slices of pizza before I came on here. You evil Is bastard. You we're talking shit. about famine, and he's fucking he's having a pizza party. <laughs> Listen, Leave it to Bjorn. This famine, and I, I got to maintain this dad bod. We got to free up that grain. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> wait. So, you know, think about it, though. Isn't isn't Ukraine like one of the the, the bread baskets of the world where they yes. produce a lot of our grain? Yes. That's why Russia wants it for one. But okay, okay, carry on. That's why Middle East and Africa, they and Europe get like eighty to ninety percent of their grain stores from Ukraine and Russia, mm. and we've blockaded Russia, and now Ukraine, for some strange reason, even with all the money. It is unable to leave the country due to infrastructure challenges and blocked Black Sea ports, including Maripol, a U.N. food agency official said on Friday. It's an almost grotesque situation where we see at the moment in Ukraine with nearly 25 million tons of grain that could be exported, but they cannot leave the country simply because of a lack of infrastructure. You don't think $40 billion we could have lifelighted that shit out of the country? Well, I was going to say, we, how can we send money in so easily if they can't send us their fucking grain? Right. Hey, 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 that's dangerous to, to, to quid pro quo, okay? I mean, we can't ask for that. Oh. Impeach I mean... Bjorn! <laughs> no, no, I mean, seriously, though, when you think about it, we are sh- here we are, we have this, this shortage in America. We have gas prices higher than they've ever been. We're running out of fucking formula, but we're sending billions upon billions of dollars to to Ukraine, we sent gas and oil to Ukraine, even though we're short on it. 
What the fuck are we getting out of it? Nothing. They don't <laughs> care about you. They want you dead. I actually have a picture that I'll read out of uh, here in a bit, but I want to I wanna finish this one. The World Trade Organization. Listen to me, audience. If you don't listen to anything else, listen to this. When the World Trade Organization and the elites are telling you that they're worried about biblical-type food shortages and food prices, you need to pay attention. The World Trade Organization told Reuters she was seriously worried, uh, the, the head, right, said she was seriously worried about spiraling food prices and they are seeking solutions alongside other partners. Soylent Green is made out of people. Frank and me. How about this one? Now we'll go back to pestilence, right? Remember, we have people who are going to get sick because of the vaccine. This is known. We've seen, we've all seen the information, the pages and pages of side effects. The they're pulling the J and J vaccine off of the market because of blood clots, right? In a desperate attempt to blame anything but the vaccine for the sudden hepatitis outbreak, they will accuse almost anything of being the cause. Ready? Here we go. Hepatitis outbreak investigation continues as dogs are being probed as the potential cause. 160 children have now been identified with sudden onset hepatitis in the UK, and they're blaming it on dogs. Well, not, not like you put some kind of experimental gene fucking therapy in them and then you didn't realize that, you know, there were other side of fucking... Fa- oh, you did. That's right. Never mind. Isn't it? Wasn't there an article just released from the Science Magazine that said that p- plastic particulates are being found in people's blood for the first time in history? Yes. Microplastics. Yes. All right. Now, if you don't think that they're planning this, allow me to... As the fuel prices keep going up, by the way, they're disconnected from the market at this point. Do you want to know how I know? I would love to know how you know. All right. Here, I will tell you. We are paying historic love, historic highs for the cost of diesel and for the cost of regular gasoline, right? Historic. We we broke a record yesterday for the highest we have ever paid in history for a gallon of gas, including inflation, right? So, here we go. Ready? The Brent and crude prices are down. Ready? Okay. A cost of Brent, the that's the light suite, right? Is one oh four sixteen. Crude oil is one oh one forty nine. Do you know why the price is so high? It's for inflation, transportation, and fear. Fair enough. Yeah, that's actually lower than it was earlier this year. That was lower than the jump before they the prices. That is lower than it was. Because remember, I was saying at one twenty five, we're like, holy shit, gas is going to fucking climb. Well, it did. The yeah. b- cost of a barrel of ga- of crude went down. 
and we're still paying more. Historic levels. Oh, wait. This will allow us to add more ethanol. Ethanol into the corn, or it comes from corn. What are we having? A corn shortage. So we need to plant more corn, right? If you think that the famine is bad now, allow me to sit here and throw you the next article. There has been an increased collapse in honeybee colonies. God damn it. Hold on. Ready? The death of honeybees are increasing due to the increase of ethanol plants. We are chemically overloading the honeybees and they are collapsing. If the honeybee in the United States dies off, we're done. We cannot grow food. There are so many, so many different crops that require the, it, it is a, do you know the term keystone species? Yep. All right. A lot of animals are keystone. No, keystone. Well, I, I understand. It's like you, you could think of it like a cornerstone, though. If it's removed, then you're fucked. It's like that playing Jenga. It's like yeah. playing Jenga. All of the pieces are equally important to the structure of it, but some of them, if you take them, the tower collapses. Yeah, honeybees are the whole fucking tower. <laughs> They're a keystone species. If you sit here and remove honeybees, your crops will fail to grow. Which means it leads to domino effect to everything else. Sharks are a keystone species. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of them, depending on how deep you want to go into the keystone species. Like uh, sea otters are a keystone species. Without them, the sea urchin overpopulates. It eats the kelp beds. Kelp beds are responsible for the oxygen. The oxygen in the atmosphere, right? It, ju it just gets really bad, right? And, and it rolls down. But... The easiest one to identify is the fucking honeybee. And yet, <coughs> honeybees, <coughs> now we had the story three weeks ago about the, the four million honeybees that were supposed to go to Alaska and some mm. asshole in Atlanta left them on the runway so they all fucking baked to death. Yeah, well, this one, every year honeybee colonies are placed in multiple locations across uh, research centers. Right, so that they can see and pollinate the different crops and they get all the testing and all of that stuff. They noticed that they were dying off at an elevated rate, and the ones that died seem to be the ones that were nearest the ethanol plants. We're literally killing off the honeybees to make gas because we don't want to eat it. Oh, wait, I'm not done. <laughs> now we're going to go to pestilence again. Have you ever heard of the Lovu virus? Why does that sound like, you know, some Bollywood create recreation? Okay, wh wh what's a Lovu? The Lovu is a close relative of the Ebola virus. Except this one has pandemic potential. And guess what? It comes from bats. Who would have thought? Uh, I love how the article says it comes from bats and the picture is in a fucking lab. <laughs> I just. But remember, remember, when we're giving up the sovereignty of the United States, 
at the end of May, everybody will be so distracted by the fucking UFO hearings that they won't even mention it because they'll be distracted. Let's so talk you know, about UFOs. You, you, you know me and my mom don't get along when it comes to politics, right? Right. She brought it to my attention today. She goes, hey, so one of my friends mentioned something about the World Health Organization. I was like, yes. And she goes, is it true that they're trying to pass a, uh, you know, they're trying to, to make it to where they can supersede all, you know, sovereignty of any nation? That's I was like, yes. She goes, I don't like that. I was like, finally, we agree on something. <laughs> it's like, I don't like that either. Wait, I have more. Allow me to introduce you. By the way, I have confirmation on one of them that there are chickens dying in Yemen via contaminated feed. And they're blaming bird flu for it. Even though it's coming feed. Yep, they're blaming it on bird flu. All right, ready? More famine. Three major trucking firms prepare for imminent diesel shortage in the eastern half of the United States. This is the quote from them. Drivers of these fleets have received notifications about fuel shortages that are expected to materialize in the next few weeks across the entire mid-Atlantic and northeast regions. They are warning us that shortages of diesel fuel and electricity are coming in the months ahead. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say there's more. There is. There's always more. You know me better. <laughs> I know that. there's always more. <laughs> but there's hope. The chief of the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, has called for the modernization of international payment system using digital platforms. Welcome to your mark of the beast. Isn't this so nice? Everything's just falling in lines. If you've never read the book of Revelations, I suggest you start at chapter six right fucking now. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you <laughs> I just, my fucking head is spinning right now. I have welcome, more. Welcome to my everyday. <laughs> like, he, he tries, he, he ups the ante every day for me. I There's do. More. Uh, yes. There's more. Oh, yes. Hey, I'm just surprised we haven't hit a volcano or some kind of split in the middle of the ocean yet. Nah, I'll leave that out. He held his fucking finger up like, I got one of those if you want it. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I stopped uh, really paying attention to the news because once I started really hanging around you guys, like, I knew what was true and what wasn't. All right, but so I don't, like, I don't like this news channel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the International Treaty on Pandemic Prevention and Preparedness. That is what you were talking about. That they're going to remove the uh, they're going to remove all of the uh, um, what should we call it the sovereignty. Constitution. That is it. Yeah, the the sovereignty of nations simply because of that. And here's the fucked up part: it's not going to be elected positions. No, as a matter of fact, the nations that once you agree to it, you're done. Once you agree to it, 
they can at any point with any pandemic or anything that's classified as a pan or sorry, not pandemic, endemic, which means the flu falls in this category. Rough flu season, UN is in charge. You have no rights. They will tell you what you have to do. They will tell you where you have to get injected. They will tell you all of these things. There's no oversight. There's no elected position. There's no accountability. And if you sign this, the Constitution doesn't mean anything. Your parliament doesn't mean anything. The president, the Congress, it does not matter. Right. And And it's not the UN. It's the World Health Organization. Well, they're run by the UN. So, by the way, speaking of... Speaking of organizations that have some creepy shit going on, do you realize that the EU, all 27 member states, have implemented or are planning on implementing the COVID Green Pass? I thought COVID was gone. But don't worry. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Didn't you hear Bill Gates said that it wasn't, it it was just like the, the flu? But. They expect the next wave of COVID to be far deadlier. It's amazing that they sit here and they say that in the same week as they discovered this super uh, transmissible cousin of the fucking Ebola virus and monkeypox and foot and mouth disease and bird flu. Oh, speaking of bird flu, we've crossed 28 million turkeys and chickens in the United States. Have been slaughtered because of bird flu. Oh, that was it. Millions of bees bound for Alaska are rerouted and die in Atlanta. Five million. Sorry, it wasn't four. It was five million. Add to that. What jackass leaves them in a, leaves them on a tarmac? In the fucking south. Like, you don't leave yourself on the tarmac in the fucking south, okay? Right? Oh, not to mention the fact that all across the the farming areas in the nation, they're suffering severe droughts. Now, I don't believe necessarily in weather modifications to the point that uh, we have to necessarily freak out. You know, like they're not going, okay, I don't like uh, Odin, so I'm going to send a tornado to hit his house. I don't think they're quite that specific. But you can cause droughts. We did it. We caused rainstorms in Vietnam to make the to make the fighting miserable for the Viet Cong. We have done that. We admitted what weather modification. China has admitted weather modifications. Right? Bahrain. They had a hot day and used drones to create a localized storm. So, do I think that we're doing it? Maybe. I I need to see more evidence. But don't worry. Speaking of evidence, okay. Don't we have a don't we have a, a an upcoming committee on unidentified aerial phenomenon? Yeah, yeah, May 17th is when that starts. And, of course, it'll get all of this news press coverage. It'll take away from the riots that are happening. By the way, do you know why you're not seeing it on YouTube? The riots for Roe v. Wade. YouTube has cracked down on it, so you're only allowed to cover certain parts. And the riots themselves have started targeting streamers, even the ones on their own side. 
Yep. But they're telling them, they're announcing that before you go to the riot, they're telling you what to wear, the gas mask, the uniforms, and to write your last name and the name of your attorney on your arm so that you can show it so that they can bail you out because they already have funds to bail you out, even though what you're doing is illegal. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. I mean, Peppermint Patty decided that, you know, it's okay if they protest. Where's that fucking same energy at, huh? Where's that same energy when we it. came to... Yeah. Oh, and I have a picture for that. Let me get that. You call it an attack on democracy when they go to the fucking source of their problems, when they go to fucking Congress. All right. But it's not an attack on democracy when you go to the one supposed apolitical branch of government. I would, and- I would, I would like to point out that I don't have anything against peaceful protests. However, there are certain... Do you remember how we talked about how free? I'm a free speech absolutist that anybody should be yeah. able to say anything. But the there are certain statutes that limit it to nine, right? There are nine times you can't, you know, your freedom of speech doesn't count because it causes irrevocable harm, right? Slander, <laughs> defamation, things that I like to think about for other problems. And anyway, right. carrying on. So <laughs> let me let me let me quote the let me. Let me quote the U.S. Code, 18 U.S. Code, Statute 1507. Whoever with the intent of influencing any judge in the discharge of his duty, pickets, or parades in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such a judge shall be fined under this title or imprisoned. Or both, actually, if you finish it. Fine yeah, and yeah, I just got the important parts. These people are terrorists. Their intent is to cause terror and persuade the judges. They need to immediately release the decision as it's written now. Lance this shit and take the power out of the take the power out of it. Well, I mean, the mayor of uh, the mayor of Chicago is doing a call to arms to attack yeah. the, the Supreme Court. I mean, like, what the fuck? So that's so, not insurrection. That's not that's not a threat right. to our democracy. So representatives are warning of global food shortages. The railroads have decided that they're going to allow less fertilizer to be transported. Right. The the FBI is warning that hackers are targeting farmers with ransomware attacks so they won't be able to run their equipment. As a matter of fact, do you know that you don't ever own a John Deere tractor when you buy one? You don't actually own a John Deere tractor, the newer ones, because they have. Huh? You just rent them. Uh, You lease them forever because you have to sit here and you're not allowed to work on your equipment. Are on the equipment. You're not allowed to mess with the software on the uh, on board the 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 new fancy schmancy equipment. Go look, go plant a garden. If you don't have a garden in place, go plant the garden. If you need to know how to plant a garden inside of a balc or inside of an apartment or on a balcony, hit me up. I have plenty of options. So, let's continue. 
They are passing HR 350. HR 350 is the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2022. It gives unlimited money to the FBI, the Department of Justice, and the Ministry of Truth. I'm sorry, the Department of Homeland Security to target anyone that challenges the Biden's administration policies and commits a hate crime. A hate crime is misgendering. A hate crime is anything they fucking say it is because you have no more fucking rights. If this don't piss you off, I got more. We talked about the launch of the Declaration of the Future of the Internet. They are going to censor who can and cannot be on. Don't worry. It'll be based off of a social credit score and ESG. Oh, by the way, did I forget to mention that the UN has already started grading states with an ESG score? If your state does not meet a certain ESG requirement score, you won't get any federal funding for your state. I just want to say that I never want to hear you talk about me beating a dead horse into the ground ever again. Yeah, I don't like this game anymore. Yeah, because every time I think it gets, it's about as worse as it's going to get, all I hear is, but there's more. There's more. (laughs) There's always more. It depends how, it depends how deep, but at this point, you know, we're just giving you news. We're not trying to wake you up anymore. We're not going to wake anybody up anymore. We're basically at the end game. Uh, I, the people that I just want the people that are already awake to be aware. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say the sad thing is, is that even just giving news now, there's still people who are gonna be like, "Oh, that's disinformation. That's that that does that's not true. That's not gonna happen. How can they do that?" Blah 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 blah. So it's fucking let's, happening. Let's talk about baby formula. The FDA says that you cannot make your own, or you shouldn't make your own, right? I want you to, I want you to know that you can go get the vitamin drops and I need to find out what they're called and I uh, and uh, put them out as a matter of fact if you have Instagram I want you to go find 2a Patriot mama she has recipes on her Instagram page that gives the recipes to make your own uh, bre- uh, 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 milk. Right, uh, uh, baby formula. You can also, and people always forget this one, and I don't know why. Especially if you're taught, if your child is older than six months, well, less than six months, you can get this stuff called Nitto. Right, it's sold in the the Spanish section of Walmart and other stores because it comes from Mexico. Right, it's Nitto. Right, you can use it as a formula or as a thickening agent. It already has the vitamins and nutrients already put in it. There are drops that you can get from Amazon, and I guarantee you that you need to order them now because they're going to come a point where they're going to say, just like they did with NAC supplements to fight back against uh, against COVID and against their reactions to the vaccine. Right, how they banned. How, how they banned NAC, right, for a while. How they sit here and they banned and made it impossible to get ivermectin, right? However, if you live in Tennessee, Tennessee just passed a law that made it legal to sell uh, ivermectin over the counter. Just thought I'd throw it out there. But you can get Nitto and you can get the drops and buy them. What pisses me off about, I know Amazon is going to pull them, is that they just got approved 
to sell on Amazon the uh, abortion pills. So you can't you can't get a pill that is guaranteed to help you fight many things, right? Cancer, Alzheimer, COVID, right? Through ivermectin, you can't buy that. But and or NAC, which you know was so started out as a medicine, it was so safe it became a supplement used to treat the overdose of Tylenol and help with liver health. And you know, wine drinkers take it because it it, it helps the liver, right? And then they decided that they were going to make it a medicine again so that they can't sell it. This is where we're at at fucking clown society. That's illegal. But take a pill that will kill a human life and fuck up your insides. That's totally cool. Oh, my God. Should I keep going? Or have you had enough? We can talk about something else. (laughs) Well, no, I, I think it's... Because if not, I, I have some I have some other stuff I want to say. So. Okay, go on, go on, go on. All right, so here here's what I want to talk about with the Roe v. Wade, uh, and specifically, I'm going to talk to the churchmen, the the Christians, people who claim to be Christian. <clears throat> Ready? You're gonna love this one. Ready? Why is the church so silent on the Roe versus Wade? Why is the church so silent and not taking a stance? Do you realize that the satanic temple has thrown their hat into the ring and picked a side, but the church hasn't? Are you fucking kidding me? The satanic temple is going to argue that abortions are rituals in legal challenges to states that put up hurdles to procedures, to the abortion procedure. And yet, the church is fucking quiet. Why? Where are you? This is the perfect opportunity. And if you're not Christian, this is your time to sit here and listen to me go off because it will help you call out the hypocrisy of the Christians, especially if you're pro-life. Because it doesn't have to be a religious thing. It can be a scientific thing. However, the amount of people that I've come across that sit here and actually give a shit about their convictions is very, very small. So, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to go get more pictures so y'all get to talk about whatever you want to talk about while I get more stories. <laughs> like, as, as much as I keep saying, like, you know, you say, oh, but there's more, like, and we're like, we always, there's always more. Like, and you're like, do you want us to change something? No, because honestly, as shitty as it is to hear, like, we got to hear it. People got to hear it. Because it, it's not, it's not, otherwise you're not gonna. It's because nobody's fucking talking about it. It's fucking disturbing. Well, you have. You ha- Oh, there's the picture. All right, on passage of HR 7691, this is the $40 million, or $40 billion to Ukraine. Here's the final total. Democrats, 219 yays, zero nays. Republicans, 149 yays, and only 57 nays. 
What pisses me off the most is that there were five people, not who didn't, you know, who voted yay or nay. They just didn't fucking vote. They didn't even bother to vote. But I want to sit here where, on. When we talk about vaccines and we talk about maybe there was a master plan or something sinister, right? I'm going to play a video for you. Wait till you hear this. Pay attention to the dates and times. Here we go. To be grateful here that the Chinese posted the genetic code because it was from that that you were able to start working on it, understanding what was actually happening here. Yeah. Um, so once you have that code, why is that important? What does that unlock for you? Yeah, absolutely. And I have to thank the Chinese authorities because without that, we really couldn't have done anything. So because we use a DNA medicine vaccine, we need the genetic code to be able to design the vaccine. So as soon as we received that code, we were able to immediately start designing the vaccine. And in three hours, we had a design ready and raring to go. Three so hours. three hours to oh design a, a vaccine. And so one of the most important things for you guys, I guess, is, is the investment behind it in order to, to manage. Now, whether or not you believe that the vaccine is effective or safe at all is irrelevant. I want you to realize that they got the genetic code and had a vaccine developed in three hours. And yet they intentionally waited and held back the vaccine until after Trump lost the election to sit here and release it. They had so if you believe that the vaccines are safe and effective. They, and you had family members that died from COVID, I want you to realize they did that shit on purpose. If you believe that the vaccine could have saved your family member, they held that shit back for political purposes. Manufacture something like this on that scale. Absolutely. Like Is this, this the one that has the backing of Bill Gates? Exactly. So we downloaded the sequences from the Chinese government. We put it into our proprietary algorithm that generates the vaccines. And in two hours, we had the vaccine already designed and it went straight into manufacture. Anyone? Anyone? Purely political. And it was the one that was backed by Bill Gates. Your family member died? Sue Bill Gates. It's amazing, isn't it? It's or, or infuriating. It's beyond sickening at this point. The crazy thing is like this, and there's still people who are going to swear by this fucking thing. And call like people like us conspiracy theorists. You know what I mean? Like, yes. How, how about this? I mean, how about the fact that it only took them three hours to fucking make this thing? But there's still people dying of fucking cancer. There's still people dying of fucking AIDS. There's still, you know, there's still a common cold. There's all these other things that are fucking out there that, you know, 
are killing, have been killing people at a fucking tremendous rate for so long. And, but this fucking miracle, uh, pandemic happens and they, they are fucking able to produce uh, a vaccine within three hours, but then they're going to make us wait till after election. Who are we fucking kidding? Fair. My only question about that is what about other countries? Did they, did they release it in other countries sooner than we had it here? Or they just, or it's just because it's fucking Bill Gates and Moderna that they just held off. Uh oh. Hold on. What? I need to download this. This is important. It, it goes to keep talking. Let me download this though. So. Because like I, what I'm getting at is the fact that you know this was a world a worldwide pandemic. So how how long did they really just hold this till after November? Or yep. until after they found yep. out that fucking. Well, get this. Ukraine has a completely different vaccine to the world. Yeah. The the biggest mistake that you make with truth seekers is that you think, for those of you who say here, call us, you know, walking spoiler alerts or bringers of doom, harbingers of doom, you know, the book people, right? The biggest mistake is that is that you think we want to be right. Trust no. me, I wish I was wrong. I know what's in my book. The shit that I haven't shared. Like, Bjorn, you weren't around when we did this a lot, but me and Pops used to sit up all night, multiple nights in a row, discussing different things, and the one phrase would pop up each and every time. I sure up to God that we're wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I just so, want to correct you, book person. Book person, you're the you're the book person, pops. Where, where, where just listen by that book. No, he he he's the person of the of the book. We are the uh, the book people. We we, we follow the cult okay. of the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Cobb, cult of the book. Anyway, well, <laughs> and the sad thing is, though, the the biggest thing I I would also point out isn't the fact that, or isn't just the fact that we really wish we were wrong. It's also the fact that it's not that complicated. It's not that difficult. If you look at history and you just keep an open eye and you watch, you watch it just rhyme, if not repeat. All right. Are you ready? Not really. Just listen. Now, it's on TikTok, but it won't stay there for very long. But it explains what's happening starting May 22nd. There is a 194 countries total. They are wanting to dissolve 193 countries of their sovereignty. They're running on that this, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, on the 22nd of May. 193, but there's 194 countries. Well, Russia does not have a federalized banking system that is owned by Rothschild. They're also not owned by Rockefeller. They're also not owned by any of the 13 families that own literally every other country in the world. They don't own Russia. Russia is excluded from the 13 families. But the 13 families owns every other country, though. So that is 193 countries that they own. So Russia is the only country that is excluded from this because they're not owned by the 13 families. And they wouldn't abide by it even if they were. Let's be honest. Russia is kind of those let's fuck around and find out people. 
Russia is literally the Florida man of fucking Europe. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, other than the families, they were talking about removing the sovereignty. That is exactly what's going to happen. Just thought I'd throw that out there. But we have a very, we're almost at an hour, so give us a chance to give our final thoughts and to make the announcements we need to make. So, here's the announcement. Tomorrow, we are going to sit here and cover a movie called 2,000 Mules. And we're going to give you our honest review. Uh, we're not, we, it's going to be a round table. We're going to have more of the, uh, uh, more of the, we're going to have a round table of certain people uh, to go and talk about it. Uh, hopefully they will have all watched the movie or at least heard enough about it to figure it out. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to sit here and hopefully have some fun tomorrow. And uh, because episodes like this drain me fucking physically and mentally. And uh, I didn't even bring up the fact that there's a X class flare and a CME headed to Earth. I didn't even bring that up at all. I didn't bring up the fact that we're at 49 volcanoes erupting across the planet and they had a 4.6 uh, earthquake <laughs> in Yellowstone. Wait, wait, wait. Today. So, 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 so we, we did hit the we did hit the solar flare. We did hit the volcano, and there was an earth shattering movement. Okay, carry on. <laughs> My day is now complete. <laughs> I have heard the news. Oh, and they're starting to pick up strange noises in Iran underneath the dam. But other than that, uh, thank you for joining us on another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Under the Euphrates River. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) No. No. Okay. So. So, so, so we're, we're still in Revelation 6 for those of you paying attention, but not for very much longer. All right. Um, no. So, all right. So any, uh, final thoughts? Yeah. You can go fuck yourself. With a cactus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'm one of them ugga duggas. Let's go. Oh my God. Damn. Dude, I gotta be honest with you. I can't believe we're at an hour already. I feel like I didn't, first of all. I felt like if this was an uh, a video podcast, all you would see is Tyr and I looking like somebody pissing our fucking Cheerios. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh my god! Hold that thought for a second, because when we're done, I got a special project for us all to do. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> all of us going. Ah! <laughs> so it's like when I sit here and joke with Kipper and go. Eh. In two months, you won't be in Wyoming. So. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's it. Next fidget. (laughs) (laughs) Any final words? Yeah, Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. Not not to tell me to fuck off. (laughs) You, most of you people out there owe your conspiracy nut job friends an apology. Fair. Not all of them, but a, a big portion of them. Yeah, unless they're Q-tards, then you can still tell them to fuck off, okay? Let me keep consistent about that. Um, I mean, we are starting to enter the time. I mean, we literally talked about the fact that there could very possibly be nuclear weapons in Paris. Look, right I was now. trying to avoid that. <laughs> we discussed that the other night, all right? That kept me up all Wait. fucking night. 
My parents just landed there yesterday. Awesome. <gasps> you should have so told me that. I, I wouldn't have brought that. <laughs> we're going to have a conversation when we're done off the air, unless you want to hear this candidly. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I was just thinking real yeah, quick, too. I, I, like, it. No, hold what? on. Fuck it. I, I want to I see, see his face. So, Macaron, or whatever his name is, Macaron, the fucking cookie. You want me to go get the emails again? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the prime minister suddenly switched his views on Ukraine. And he was like, you know, we all need to be really polite and, and, and delicate with the Russians regardless. Try not to embarrass them like we did, you know, in 1918. And, you know, which is a complete fucking, you know, 180 flip from what he was, right? The reason being is he found out that there's a special frequency that all Russian embassies are tuned to where they are given a warning to bug the fuck out because nuke inbound. Hmm. <laughs> Why did he freak out? Maybe just maybe because he found out that they got a preliminary bug out notification. Jesus Christ. So now they're flying the fucking helicopters around. And if, before you think I'm pulling this out of my ass, Pops, take it away. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm still looking for it. I think I deleted it because I didn't want to get in trouble to have it, but fuck it. <laughs> Here, I will I will show you the the uh, um, the, 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 the the helicopter that is flying. I want to see if, if, if Bjorn knows what this is. Oh, it already exists. Okay, no, I don't want to replace it. How did we go? Do you really want to answer that question? (laughs) (laughs) Don't even get it out. How did we go from wrapping up the show to, hey, nukes in Paris, brah. Nukes in Paris. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, that's the turkey one. That was our joke last time. Well, while you're looking for it, while you're looking for it, what I was going to say is when they have this conference, you know, when we talk about conspiracy theorists and knowing apology, they have this conference and they do admit that there was, uh, (laughs) there's been extra, uh, oh my, what the fuck is that? That's, is that, is that's not jamming things, right? That's, or is that, that's a that's Amber Heard and a hank, handkerchief. It's a oh, sniffer, boy. and they are all over Paris right now. Oh my god! So did you tell your parents that was like a beautiful time to you know go visit the the fucking frogs? No, I would never go to fucking France to begin with, unless it was to Normandy, and that was that would be my only reason to go is to see Normandy. Other than that, they could go fuck. Hey, you know what? The reason I want to see Normandy is because I want to stand on the beach where that British motherfucker comes running off of, running just running off of the boat with a broadsword. Well, all right, Claymore. Could you imagine being a, a Nazi sitting there watching the shoreline and this dude comes running at you with a sword? And no fucks to give. All right, here I found it. All right, here we go. France has a sudden and dramatic change of tune. French president. Oh, by the way, I'm allowed to say what agency, not what agency they work with, but which one they got help from. All right. Okay. 
President France Emmanuel Macron made a startling series of statements today, and my former colleague in the intelligence community conveyed to me exactly why. It terrified Macron. French President Macron made the following remarks publicly today. The West needs to be kind to Russia. We are in Europe, is now helping Ukraine. There will come a point when Moscow and Kiev will sue for peace, and at that point, neither side should be humiliated or excluded, as happened to Germany in 1918. That is a sudden change of tune, but wait, there's more. President Macron urged Europe to spare his Russian counterpart from humiliation and told Ukraine it must wait decades to join the EU as criticism mounted over his failure to follow other leaders and visit Kiev. You need to go and read, or you need to listen to that statement. The Ukraine must wait decades because they're tired of pissing people off. Or, But here's why. Who is this guy and what did he do with the real Emmanuel Macron? When I was told he made these statements, I knew instinctively that something major must have happened behind the scenes to beget such a dramatic turn. I was right. I reached out to my former colleagues during my years working with the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force. What I was told did and didn't shock me. French intelligence has intercepted communications involving a diplomat and found out that Moscow had set up a coded system via shortwave radio that all Russian embassies and consulates in the EU and USA must keep tuned to 24-7. When a specific thing is broadcast on the shortwave frequencies, that is the signal to the diplomats to evacuate from certain cities immediately because a nuclear missile launch has been ordered. Diplomats will not have much time, if any at all, to drop whatever they're doing and get the fuck out. All right. Inside each country, the diplomats from Russia have been told where they should flee so nuclear blasts and radiation will not affect them, at least initially. When French, French President Macron was told that Russian diplomats were given an actual pre-nuclear attack bug-out instruction... He finally understood that Russia was not bluffing about launching nuclear strikes and that Paris is, in fact, an actual target. That's how close we all are to actual nuclear war. <coughs> and what are those exactly are those helicopters? I know you said it, Chum, but... Sivers! <coughs> Which leads me to believe that they don't know if it's going to be a nuclear launch or if they have, you know, like a Chechnyan bring in a dirty bomb. That or if we're going to go back to the Cold War era of the suitcase nuke. Suitcase nuke. Yeah, it's a dirty bomb, yeah. Just like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, ha. Huh. That was enough to make the frogs go, okay, no, no, hold on a minute. <laughs> Maybe we don't want to play this game. Whole shock of Fran French go backwards on their fucking word. That's not a shock at all. Um, oh, my God. All right, on that jury note, I'd like everybody to know the biggest joke in this room is Bjorn's love life. Let's carry on. Wow, that's not very nice at all. <laughs> oh, what I was saying earlier. I mean, we already talked about blo that, that that your parents landed in a fucking nuclear strike zone. So let's. I not. know my parents are in a fucking war zone. Are you gonna make fun of my blood life, you bastard? Why well, yes, so, yes I am. With that being said, tomorrow 
We're doing the roundtable on 2,000 Mules. We hope that you will listen to the episode uh, and make your own opinions. Go watch the episode. Go watch 2,000 Mules. Make your own decision. Don't believe what anybody says because odds are they're probably fucking lying to you. And with that being said, I'm Odin. This is Tim. And we'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. (laughs) 